Hello there, and welcome to Fridays at 3 p.m., powered by Modern Driven Media. If you're new here, I'm your host, Rach. I'm the videographer and photographer here at Modern. This week, we have a fun topic to talk about. We love planning an organization here at Modern, and you should too, which is why today we're going to be talking about content calendars, everything from why you should use them and how to use them effectively to plan and schedule your content. Later on in the episode, we're going to have Nadine join us. She's basically our social media coordinator. She oversees all of that from scheduling the content. She creates the content calendars herself. So we're going to have her on later on the episode to talk more on how to fully build out your content calendars. For now, let's start off with the basics. So what are content calendars, right? Content calendars help you plan out what content you're posting when. If you have multiple clients from which you're handling all of their socials, we all know very well how overwhelming and out of hand that can get if it's not planned out precisely, right? You know, pretty soon you're rushing to get stuff posted ASAP, you don't have a post for this day, this and that. And if your content revolves around you and your business only, content calendars can help you plan and maximize the amount of content you're pushing out and from which platforms they're going out on. So content calendars really have a lot of benefits as they can help you stay on schedule, maintain your posting schedule, even get ahead of schedule, which is also most ideal. Content calendars allow it to be that much easier for you to plan out new events and posts for the future. Plus, you know what's coming up ahead and this will ultimately help you create that balance and organization among the team. Everyone's on the same page, everyone is effective in what they do, how they're posting content. Pretty soon you'll have a system and a workflow, everyone knows what they gotta do. You can just easily go to that content calendar, see what's coming up, see, you know, what you're doing for the week, what's going out for the week ahead, and there you have it. Now. Being ahead of schedule will allow more free time and flexibility for you to actually create content that is worthwhile and effective for your business. As we all know, most of us are visual learners. Um, If not, we still enjoy seeing those images and photos. Anything visual helps us further process what information we're, you know, pulling in, helps us to find the the context as to what we're seeing, hearing, etc. So... Social media is all about visual content. When your content is visually appealing, when it's high quality, it attracts more attention, more people, and ultimately more engagement. Which, in turn, making the time to boost that visual quality of your content is highly beneficial. Other benefits of content calendars include the fact that you can create diverse content. You can lay out your feed on multiple platforms and get that overhead look at what's being posted and when. If you have multiple posts in a row relating to, you know, the same topic and you see that, you can easily just move posts around, adjust the order where it's needed. Where if you didn't have that pre-planned schedule um, and that overhead look, you know, say a post goes out, The next day, a similar post goes out. Before you know it, you have a row of posts that are similar and you're like, ah, man, I wish I could switch that around with this other post to make it more diverse and just so it's not so clustered and 
it doesn't feel too spammy, you know? Uh, like I said before, your whole team will be more efficient and accountable for, you know, what they need to get done, what's being posted. Everyone's going to be on the same page and know how their role fits with the overall content strategy. So there won't be any excuses as to say like, hey, why didn't this post go out today? Or, you know, with content calendars, you can use um, different platforms to even help you schedule your content. So once you have all of that content um, planned out on the content calendar, you can begin going through, writing out the copy, the hashtags, and put the posts in to one of these uh, scheduling apps or websites. On our team, we use this website called Hootsuite. There's also, like, I know there's later.com. I think that's mainly for, like, Instagram, though. You can schedule your Instagram posts from there. But, yeah, with Hootsuite, we just upload all of our graphics, write out all the copy. And it's not even that. You can just copy and paste your um, captions and, ha and hashtags right from that content calendar into Hootsuite. You're not wasting any time, you know, like typing it out and all that stuff because there can be a lot of content and a lot of posts to plan out if you do have those multiple clients or you're trying to schedule stuff for multiple platforms, you know. So when writing out content, you can plan out your content as far ahead as you like to. Usually one to three months ahead is a great timeline for that planning and, and writing out the content. Uh, month by month is usually the most popular and it's always like a month ahead. So if you're doing October content, you're writing it all out in September. I mean, other people might choose to do it, you know, quarterly by quarter, which is also again like three months. Honestly, any method works. It is nice to have quarterly topics and then even get more specific with it a little later on and scheduling out that monthly or weekly content in your content calendar. So when using content calendars, when you're running out all the content for that month, you can look up any holidays or national days for that month. Um, you'll have a better idea on like when promotions are launching or other campaigns are launching. It just helps you stay up to date on those. Um, as well and even more when you're planning around holidays and stuff it's even easier to create content and you know because you have that topic of a holiday or a national day in that month so say you own like a cafe or something and I don't know like St. Patrick's Day is coming up right you could create posts saying like, hey, we're doing a special St. Patrick's Day, like, cookie or something like that, you know? It, it just helps with the ideas as well, getting more ideas generated and written down as you're doing that monthly planning in your content calendars. Another thing, pretty much a general overview on social listening, right? You want to post content that suits your business's needs and goals. But you also want to make sure you're paying attention to the people that are engaging with your content and what's happening on socials. Um, so that could be writing out little like CTAs in your captions, ask questions in that copy, um, making sure you're responding to comments on your posts. That can give you an idea of what people are looking for, what topics are most popular, etc. 
you know, pay attention to the analytics, pay attention to, like I said, the online conversations, any mentions, likes, influencers, trends, whatever's popular on social media at the time. And yeah, like I said, pay attention to what posts of yours are getting the most engagement. Is there a correlation between that? Are those posts relatable to your goals? And if so, is it something that you can continue posting on to continue building that engagement? In general, with social media, you want to find trends um, and put your own twist on them. You want to check for patterns and common themes, see what sticks out, see what people are talking about. You know, pay attention to current events. Is there something you can participate in, whether in an educational way or bringing awareness to it while still appropriately maintaining your own brand and content with that. So pretty much overall with what I've said, content calendars are a great way to create and build a set strategy to plan and schedule for your posts on social media ahead of time. It's all beneficial to your brand or business. It's very helpful for your team, or even if you're a business owner handling all of the content yourself. With content calendars, everything remains organized and structured. Um, And like I said, doing it either quarterly or month by month, you can plan ahead. And that is the number one key thing that content calendars will help you do, is stay ahead on schedule, stay ahead on your posts. You also have more time to create higher quality content, which in turn generates more engagement on your post. Because like I've said, we're all visual people. The more visual and appealing something is, the more it sticks out to us, the more we want to check it out, see what it's about, you know, engage with it, comment in the post, you know. So now we're going to feature Nadine on the episode. She's our social media coordinator. And she's going to talk more in depth about building out your content calendars and everything that entails. So we're here with Nadine now. She's going to start us off with how to build out a content calendar. Yeah, so content calendars are super helpful for us in terms of making sure we're organized. We know what content's going out when and that we can plan ahead so that we know what our workload looks like and that we can make sure that things are getting done in a timely manner. So There's a couple different ways you can do a content calendar and it really depends on what your goal is. Um, So you can do a content calendar for long-term content. So a lot of marketing marketing teams will do a content calendar for the whole year actually. Um, And that's a lot more high level. So you would break it out by each month, any sort of promotions or campaign launches you'll be doing. For example, if you were a restaurant, if you had like a menu every quarter, like a menu change every quarter, or if you had a new flavor or something like that, you could break that down per month or per quarter um, and just kind of have an overview of like what's needed in each campaign. So let's say, again, going with the restaurant overview, you have a new flavor you're introducing. So you want to do a social media, um, a social media push. You want to do an ad campaign. You want to do any in-store menu changes, so like making sure you update the physical menus in your actual restaurant um, and things like that. So there's that content calendar, but I think a lot of us think about content calendars per month, um, which is what I'll talk about a little bit more in depth because for every business, a yearly content calendar is going to look 
very, very different. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it really depends on your industry, what you're focusing on in terms of like a yearly monthly calendar, a yearly content calendar. Um, but for a monthly content calendar, basically that's going to help you on social or even um, on your other platforms know what's going out when. Um, so I think most importantly, when you're starting with a content calendar, you want to think about what is the primary message you're sending out for that month. Um, so for example, let's say it's going to be October and October is a big month. It's breast cancer awareness month. It's Halloween. Thinking about like, what is the primary focus of your messaging for that month? And keeping in mind also that social media always has to have a purpose. So for those on your social media page, they may just think, oh, this is great content. I really like what I'm seeing. But on the back end, you should always have a plan. And what is the purpose of each thing you're putting out? Is it to educate your consumers? Is it to entertain them? Is it to engage them? What is the purpose of the content you're putting out there? So the first step in actually creating that content calendar is deciding what that primary message is and also a secondary message. So I usually like to have two main focuses for the month. Um, and then kind of sprinkling content in between. So you may do content that's repetitive. So like, for example, we have Fridays at 3 p.m., which is the podcast you're currently listening to, um, and it comes out every Friday at 3 p.m. So we know on our content calendar, there's going to be a promotion for it every Friday at 2 or um, every Thursday at 1, whatever our schedule is. We already know that that's a repetitive thing that we're going to consistently do every month. But then there are other things that may come into play. Like for example, if we have a new blog we launched, we wanna make sure that we're putting that on our LinkedIn and on our Facebook page so that our followers can see it, our followers can look at the content, our followers can learn from the content. Um, So you're gonna put that on your social calendar as well. So once you have those two primary messages kind of fleshed out, the next step is figuring out what else you wanna promote for the month, what else you wanna talk about for the month. Again, everything has a reasoning, everything has a rhyme and reason to it so like don't just kind of pull things from thin air (laughs) it's about Mm -hmm. thinking about um what's relevant what's timely if there's a national holiday so if it's labor day coming up um and you have different store hours or something like that that would be a good time to promote that um but looking at the month as a whole and kind of how everything interplays with each other and keeping note of those things as well so knowing your primary secondary message know any repetitive content that you have as a podcast or a blog release or anything that kind of happens on a monthly basis and then filling in the other spots with whatever other content is relevant to that primary or secondary message or just your business in general. And it's also important to know like how much content you want to post. So if you're a business that you don't have the bandwidth to post every day, don't post, don't plan out your content calendar to have a Facebook post Monday through Friday. So think about your bandwidth as well. And that's really important in terms of planning, because if you take a look at the calendar as a whole for next month, okay, we have three, three items of content every day. Um, We need to create this content. We need to write the content. We need to schedule this content. That's a lot of time. So give yourself the benefit of the doubt in terms of making sure that you have enough time to actually get the things that you have scheduled onto the calendar in a good amount of time so that you're not kind of rushing to the end to kind of the day before you're like, oh, I forgot to make this post and you have to talk to your designer or your videographer or your photographer and you're like pulling yourself in all these different directions. Working ahead of time and knowing your bandwidth is also important when you're creating a content calendar. And in terms of timing, 
like I said, you want to make sure you give yourself enough time to actually make the content, create the content, and schedule the content. So usually for most of our clients, we have a, a pretty diverse range of clients. Um, and for all of them, I try to have the content calendar done at least two weeks before the next month. So it gives us time to write out the content, to get a client approval, to actually make the photos and the graphics that go along with the content. But again, that varies per business. Um, so maybe if you're not an agency, maybe if you're an in-house marketing team, um, you might have a little bit more leeway with that. And, uh, and you can plan ahead a little bit more. But um, I always like to say, give yourself more time than you need because you never know what's going to come up and you never know kind of the nature of social media is it changes every day. So you want to make sure you have time to like address any new trending things or any um, anything that you feel is relevant as well and add that to the calendar as it comes along. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some different platforms people can use to create the content calendars on? Sure. Um, so depending on what your goal is as a business, there's a couple different ways you can create a content calendar to have the most range of the most range of creativity and kind of the the ability to do whatever you want to do with your content calendar. You can use Google Sheets, um, which is what we use, and you can kind of determine what works for you. So I know with us, we had a little bit of a different setup before, um, but we have, for example, for a content calendar, we'll have the client at the top, we'll have the primary and secondary message, and then we'll have the date, the actual day of the week, the topic, the purpose, Um, and then the content, and then any relevant links. Um, So making your content calendar on Google Sheets is a little bit more customizable, Um, and you can have that free reign of like, oh, you know, maybe we we don't wanna have the the actual day, so we don't have to say that it's on Wednesday, we can just say the date, or we wanna have a little bit more space for um, a link to the product on our website, whatever it may be. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the most customizable platform you can do your social calendar on. Um, But there are also a lot of social tools you can use. Um, So for example, you can use something like Hootsuite where you can just schedule your content in the calendar from a wider view. So you can see it like weekly, you can see it monthly, and you can just go in and actually add your content for the next week, the next month, whatever it may be. Um, And then you have a visual of it as well. Um, So the only thing with the Google Docs or the Google Sheets is that you won't have the visual of the photo or the video. You might have to link to it in a Google Drive or you might have to upload it to another platform. With platforms like Hootsuite, you're able to just put in that video, put in that image, put in the copy, and then schedule it for that day. So it's kind of like it's already done, it's already loaded up, and you can also make a draft. So, for example, if you're creating content and maybe you're an agency and you need approval before the content goes out, you can make all your content as a draft. And then once you get that approval, you can schedule it to go live. Um, So that way, if you're unsure about content or, you know, you have a good idea and you just want to get it down somewhere, you can put it in the calendar, but it won't actually go out until you make that next step and schedule it. Other platforms, you can use Sprout Social. um, You can use... There's one that I'm thinking of that I can't remember the name of. Buffer. There's like a ton, but those are pretty much the big ones. Um, Sprout Social, Buffer, Hootsuite, HubSpot as well. Um, HubSpot, you can schedule out your content, but you can't look at it in a calendar form, um, which I know for some people that visual is a little bit better. 
Um, for other people, they don't really care. They just want to like schedule out their content. Um, so again, it's really up to your business and whoever's managing the social and what really works for them in terms of getting the content out and getting it somewhere. Yep, of course. I think you hit out of, hit everything there. Yeah, I feel like that was the main gist of it. Unless you want to get more into like how the scheduling process actually goes because I don't even know myself like how that actually works as far as like when it comes to scheduling stuff on Hootsuite I'm like I it's beyond me so if you want to maybe touch on that process a little a little bit like how long it takes to schedule out content if it's better to do like manually or um, use one of those scheduling platforms that you mentioned mm-hmm. yeah again um, I think I think everyone does content calendars a little bit differently. So I think it, it, it's your preference. I know for me and for us, we're an agency. So we do have to go through a lot of client approvals. So utilizing that Google Sheet is so much easier than just scheduling onto a platform just because it gives clients the visibility of the content before it's actually posted. Um, so it's really nice to be able to like, okay, here's a calendar for the month. You can see when we're posting on Facebook, you can see when we're posting on LinkedIn, you can see when we're posting on Twitter, what day, um, what the content is, any links, anything, and just give that to them, have the client approve it, and then move over to whatever platform, whether it's HubSpot, Hootsuite, whatever it may be, um, and then doing it that way. But um, like I mentioned before, a lot of these platforms do have an approval system where you can create all the content and then someone can approve it. And once they approve it, it's scheduled as live. Um, So it's a little bit less of that extra step. But if you're creating a lot of content like we are, it's easy to get a little jumbled um, because you have all of your clients. Like, for example, we have like a bunch of clients on Hootsuite. So I could accidentally schedule a whole calendar for a different client than it's supposed to be. So it's a little nice to have that like structured calendar and be like, this is one client, get it done, schedule it out, and then go on from there. And instead of just go being on Hootsuite and trying to schedule things out and then maybe like confusing myself. Um, but again, that's like a personal preference. And I think too, something people forget or like spend a lot of time on is like, the time things are going out. Um, so like, should I schedule it for 8 a.m.? Should I schedule it for 1 p.m.? Should I schedule it on Monday or Tuesday or Thursday? Um, I think statistically, Thursdays and Tuesdays are the best days to post um, on a lot of the platforms like Facebook um, and LinkedIn. However, for per industry and per business, that changes because some businesses are professional businesses. So they're only going to be online probably from like 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. And then other businesses are open throughout the weekend. So for example, like a car repair shop is going to be open on Saturdays. So of course you can post on a Saturday um, and people are going to see it. So I think it's really down to looking at the analytics, understanding your client base and adjusting as you post content. Um, Just because if something, if you're consistently posting something at like 11 p.m. and no one's seeing it, don't keep posting at 11 p.m. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Something's wrong, like, yeah. <laughs> it's up to you to not only create the content and schedule it, but review the content and understand, is this performing well? Is this the best time to post? And um, when it comes to, like, promotions and things like that, earlier is always better, especially for, like, holidays and things like that. So, like, if you're 
for example, let's say it's Halloween. I love Halloween, so I keep using Halloween as, as my example. <laughs> um, but let's say it's Halloween. You don't want to post that you have a Halloween special on October 30th. Because by that time, people already know it's Halloween. Halloween comes every year. People want to know way in advance so they can plan accordingly and say like, oh, you know, my favorite coffee shop is having a Halloween special. They'll know that at on October 15th or something like that. So then they can plan ahead and be like, oh, instead of going to my Halloween party straight away, I'll make sure to go to my favorite coffee shop. Or, oh, let me make sure I get my costume at this time so that I have time to go to my coffee shop for their happy hour special for Halloween. Um, so I think that's something that people often overlook, that like that promotional window of things. Um, so again, the content calendar will keep you on track with that and put those holidays into the calendar. So like have Halloween launch or Halloween promotion on the calendar so you know okay, if, it, if we're going to do something on Halloween, we need to pr- start promoting it this day. Um, and that's how content calendars help because a lot of times we're all so like knee deep in all the day-to-day activities that we forget that we need to give ourselves and our customers time to understand what promotions are coming down the line. Um, so I think that that's important to consider too. Um, I feel like I just rambled a lot about content calendars, but like these are the <laughs> things that like I think about when I'm creating a content calendar, it's a lot to think about, but if you have it laid out in front of you and you logistically like take the time to be like, okay, here's what I need to do this month. Here's what has to get posted. Here's what we can focus on. It makes it a little bit easier month to month and you'll understand a little bit more about your client if you consistently do it, um, you know, every month or every two months or whatever it may be. Those are all really good points. Again, like I probably would have never thought of doing like the little things like that and mm-hmm. just realizing how much preparation goes into the calendar beforehand you know mm-hmm. but yeah overall it's just it's great for organization keeping everyone on the same page mm-hmm. um just it's nice having that visual aspect to it mm-hmm. and you know just making sure everything is planned out beforehand yeah and depending i mean depending on your industry again some some industries have things planned out way in advance like i know for a previous business i worked for we had the whole calendar planned out in terms of like promotions the year before so you know you know when february hits we're going to start promoting this pretty hard for the next three months or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. so that's is very helpful yeah i was gonna say like that's insane because it's just you're planning like that year ahead and there's just so much time in between and yeah wow Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work and it's really cool though yeah i think also something important to to note thinking about like companies that plan their social calendars a year in advance is that a social calendar is not the end-all be-all of social media you don't make a social calendar and just like let it go you know what i mean there is you always have to be adaptable because for example covid right like we're all Mm -hmm. like probably had a bunch of plans for march or april or whatever it may be and covid hits and stores are closed businesses are going remote things are changing literally everywhere um and there are so many updates that you can't sit on your heels and just think that oh well I already made the content for the next two months like I'm good no (laughs) you have to you have to be able to 
in real time adjust as things change. Um, so content calendars are so, so beneficial for businesses that are planning ahead and that want to make sure that, you know, they're sending out the right message, but it's not, that doesn't mean it's done. If the month starts, that doesn't mean that you don't think about the content calendar of that month. You have to make sure that you're still going back and like on a weekly basis, I'll look at what content we have going out that week, especially now with, with COVID and everything changing. I'll look and see what, what we have going out that week just to make sure it's still relevant. It still makes sense to post. Um, I know um, something that happened with one of our content calendars in COVID was I had a whole series about like landlord tips um, for tax preparation. And it was right when there was a lot of evictions happening and a lot of just like negativity towards landlords and their relationships with their um, tenants. And so I had to completely scrap that whole idea because while it was a good idea beforehand, at the time, it was just kind of insensitive in a way um, and didn't really make sense. So you can't, you can't just let your content calendar sit and let things be. Um, it is a changing and evolving document, so don't just let it kind of be what it is. Make sure that you're being flexible too so that you're not sending out messaging that is kind of stale or just irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. I Yeah, I think we covered everything. I think you gave like a really great in-detail explanation. <laughs> so we definitely like covered everything there. So yeah, I think it's time to conclude the episode. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell I do right. content calendars for a living? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that one subject that like you know everything about, but mm-hmm. like the average person probably is like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally, that's literally what I, I was doing before this call happened, is what I'm going to be doing after this call. So, like, it's just, it's all the time for me. I'm always like, what oh my is on the calendar? So, and I do it for upwards of 10 clients every month. So, Jeez, I have, like, the most respect for you. Oh, my God. Whew, yeah, I'll tell you. It is, it isn't easy, but it's, it's such, you learn so much and you really... Are, you, like being flexible is seriously your biggest strength doing a content calendar because who knows you might do a whole calendar yeah. of, of content and your clients like man I actually we decided we're not going to do this anymore so we have to change everything so like it is what it is and you just have to go that's the nature of social media like things change in an instant and you just have to be able to make sure it, it works mm-hmm. yeah all right well <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening We hope that we made your Friday a little bit brighter. As always, you can find us on social media at Modern Driven Media, or you can visit our website at moderndrivenmedia.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode, and have a great day. Take care.